0: Hello, Plainfield Christian Church family, and welcome to our weekly companion podcast that goes along with our reading plan through the life of David. If you've not signed up yet, it's not too late. You can just send a text to 77411 and put in the line, Uh, David Readings. My name is Eric Carter, and each week I'm going to bring a special guest on to talk more fully about our week's readings. This week we are excited to have fresh off of CIY Derek Skinner, our high school minister. Hey, Derek.
1: (laughs) Hey, what's going on?
0: We are reading and discussing Second Samuel 12 today. This is when, uh, in this story, we get Nathan who goes up to David and confronts him about his sin uh, with Bathsheba. You've read this and you've reread it today. What, what stood out differently? What did God tell you differently or teach you in this reading?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of those that, Again, you've heard it multiple times, especially if you grew up in the church you've heard it again and again um but but even looking at it fresh eyes it's all interesting how old texts can come into light in new ways okay. and um today, just reading through it uh i love I love the fact of the boldness of Nathan. You have a guy who David just in the previous chapter who was he did something he knew was wrong. look at what the extent he would mm-hmm. go to to cover it up and then to have somebody bold enough like Nathan to go into his presence and call him out on it right um and, and the risk that would take cuz you got to think if if David's willing to do this to Uriah yeah. to cover it up This could happen to me. He could easily take my life. He's in a position of power. Um, So to see the boldness and courage to do that. And then the way in which he does it. He doesn't just jump right into, hey, here's the thing that's wrong. Is that he goes into this parable-esque story to kind of bring David in. And then from that, flip the script. And then it's just, oh, my gosh, this is me for David. So,
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. He tells him a story. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, David, what should we do? And then David just gets indignant. Oh, anger. Like that can't, how could that stuff happen? And my favorite line in second Samuel 12, he says, Hey David, and not in the way we think of it now, you are the man Mm. (laughs) says, no, (laughs) not in the way we do it. You are, that's you. Why, why do you think David did not see the story turning out that way? He walked into his own trap Mm. I mean, that's a,
1: it's a great question. Cause I mean, I love the way Nathan sets, he sets up the story and I, I wonder when I first looked at this and, and just trying to put myself in David's shoes, is this one of those two, when he's telling the story, it's just so far removed from him. Maybe there's that separation. I wonder sometimes when when you get so entrapped in, in, in sin, you just don't see things the same way. I've heard some people say when, uh, I think he was talking to a minister and he, he had, uh, was counseling somebody who was caught in adultery and he said it was almost like they had two personalities. Gotcha. Just two different. And it's almost like they were so blinded by what they were doing, they could not even compare the two together, couldn't even yeah. reconcile the two um, until, man, it was just right right in your face.
0: And, man, it's it's funny. Even we see Jesus. I, I was just thinking of John 8 where we have the woman caught in adultery and how quickly they wanted to stone this lady. Mm. And Jesus just really quickly reminds them of their sin. Hey yeah. guys, r- real quick, yeah, go ahead, Stoner, the yeah. the be- the perfect among you, go do. Yeah, us. yeah, yeah. And it's so true for we, you know, it's the whole we, you know, hate hate other people's sin and don't hate our own sin oh, in the yeah. same way. And man, without grace today, I'm ruined. Well, and
1: what what was it where Jesus is talking about the the judge the the plank eye. And I remember somebody teaching on that to say, you know, don't be so quick to judge. And in that that teaching, when they're doing that, he's saying, remembering what what you have. Yes, you saw them do something. You see something wrong in your your brother or sister. And yet the thing you're using to see, that's your eyes. And in that one parable, he's saying, well, what's in your eye right now? There's a log. So at least can we at least slow down before we rush to the conclusion on this one? And saying, you may not see everything as clearly as you think. Sure. And I just kind of like how it's like, though, don't be quick to judge. Don't be quick to run into it. Slow down. Make sure you understand, too. But but still, I mean,
0: in this case, this one's pretty obvious. Well, it, like, it, it's it's to, a going in with know. a sober mind of simply saying, like, let me tell you this story, David. Mm. And David comes to David comes to the realization of, like, what have I done? Yeah. He confesses. Then Nathan says, understand. But this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Son dies there. It as as judgment and there's all that and we're going to talk about that on a Sunday morning here soon mm, but yeah. here's what I wanted to here's what I wanted to ask in light of the cross there's somebody listening i can promise you who has some sin keeping them from trusting god more fully what would what would you say so a high school kid who you work with high school kids comes mm. up to you and just the sin is just blocking them from fully trusted in in Jesus, what would you tell them?
1: So you're saying if a, if a kid came to me, yeah, and I you can definitely see this is getting in the way, yeah, mm, yeah, man. Well, I, I like what if you go this past week, Jill Shaw comes, yeah, and she was talking, and and I love that she mentioned the Turkish proverb. How she said, "When you have heavy truth, make sure you build a strong bridge." Mm -hmm. Um, I love that phrase has stuck out to me and I love that because for me, my hope is that I have such a good relationship with whoever I'm going to meet with, whoever I'm going to talk to that when I, when I have to tell them something heavy, they know where it's coming from. Um, hopefully I've built a strong bridge with them. Hopefully I have that connection. I mean, if you look, it wouldn't go back to, to David in this, Nathan has been with David throughout Mm -hmm. the entirety of it. And he's been known as a man of God within it. So my hope is, and I would assume here to some degree, David has that respect for him. Um, For me with a high school kid, though, uh, my mentor once told me this. He said, I love you enough that it's okay if you dislike me for a little bit of time. Yeah. And he was, what he was saying in that is, it's got to be okay. I, I, this this relationship I have, I'm okay telling you something you don't want to hear and you being angry with it because I know it's the best thing for you. And I
0: care more about who you're becoming than yes. who you are,
1: yeah. 100%. So um, the hope would be I have that strong bridge, that great relationship with that kid. And then when, when the tough truth comes, of course, we're going to do it with the best and most loving language and situation possible. But for me to ignore it seems like the most unloving thing I can do. Yeah. And I don't want them to suffer long in it. We're saying this now. Because the healing comes when
0: they get to Jesus. Exactly. I
1: I need the doctor. I need the doctor. The longer it festers, the more it grows and becomes a bigger problem. We need to get to it soon.
0: Derek, thanks for joining us, and thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Yeah, thanks.